What's going on, asswipes? Dr. Drill here. Welcome back to the Making Motivation Podcast. <clears throat> I love you all dearly. I, I don't regard you as asswipes. Just being a little bit friendly there, a little jovial. <clears throat> End of a long, hard day. First day back to the office since the new in the new year. January 2nd, 2019. It was a good day. Helped a lot of people. Had some turds didn't show up. Had to reschedule. It's the way the cookie crumbles. It's very interesting when people get on that holiday uh, schedule. I repeat, it's very interesting phenomenon when people get on their holiday schedule. Is it not? Yeah, drill it is. It's really interesting. I was talking to a friend of mine who works in a dental office, and she was saying that you know the the mindset of people when they're trying to get in around the holidays, they're like desperate to get in, get their teeth worked on. I guess it's the end of the year, insurance. They're trying to use their insurance money, or they're just trying to knock out things. Now they have the time to do it, or they're just desperate to finally act on that toothache, whatever the hell the case is. There's, you know, quite a few few people trying to get on schedules around the holidays. Also, people are predictable with the way that they, you know, the holidays are in their rearview mirror. People are so entranced by the holiday that it fucks them up. When they got to go back to a reality after sitting around looking at the Christmas lights and eating rich food and maybe doing a little bit of traveling, making so merry. People are like beside themselves that they have to rotate back to the world and actually you know, go to work and school and all that. My kids were miserable, man. I sat with them at the dinner table last night, the whole family around me, and I said, listen, guys, and they knew that the lecture was coming. And my message is simple. It's time to earn our friggin' keep now. Once again, I know it seems like we just got out, just got out of the grind. School, work, sports, participation, all the shit that we have going, semesters, all the irons that we have in the fire. <clears throat> and now we had some time off and we're right back to the grind, right? That's the way the cookie crumbles, my friends. We've had it, never had it better, I don't think, in, in Western society. Sure, we work our asses up. Sure, we're stressed to the limit. But we've got free time. We've got opportunity. We've got options, which is what everybody's looking for. So, despite a smack in the face, back to reality, which is a shock to us all, had a great day in the office, took care of a bunch of people that I really love and respect I'll do my best to help them it's great work I know I've said that before but I really do truly love what I do <clears throat> I feel bad for you sacks of shit that might hate your life hate your job because life's too short man <clears throat> try to do what we love and I'm honored to say that I do that being said it's stressful it's tedious sometimes but I'm preaching the choir, I guess. Let's 
listen, the remaining five or so minutes before I pull up to the house, I want to talk to you about our trip, uh, our little vacation. We went down to Epcot. We went down to Florida and stayed with family and uh, what are called the villages. Now, the villages is this very nice 55 and over community in the panhandle of Florida, a town called Wildwood. And this place is like 150,000 strong senior citizens, essentially, who are living their best life now. They've got time and money to do it. So they're driving around in tricked-out golf carts, and they're enjoying fine dining and shopping right in their little town square that's got live music every night, and the temperature is just right, 75 degrees at night while you're cruising to the square on your friggin' golf cart and they close down an entire section of the community uh, entire road is coned off and so on and so forth so that they can set up Christmas lights, it's fucking crazy this place is unbelievable I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times it's like the movie Cocoon where all these old timers with their you know, health concerns and their arthritic change and they're fucking in the golden years of their life which aren't so golden they, these people are living it right man, they're golfing every day, they're taking trips, they're, they're enjoying their time with one another, it's, a, it's very very wonderful to see and be part of so we did that we took a day, we went to Epcot alright, awesome I didn't think I was going to like it I went there last year. It was kind of a kind of kind of a fast trip. We tried to squeeze a lot in. Went down to Florida for Lily's cheer competition. So we swore we we're going to go back and take one day and dedicate it to Epcot, where we do all their cool stuff. They got some science there. They got a lot of science there, actually. With some cool rides. But my fa- my favorite part and what I was looking forward to, what we ultimately did is they have this, um, around the world or whatever, <clears throat> it's this huge, probably couple mile loop of various countries, China, Japan, Italy, France, uh, Morocco, Germany. And it sure would be nice if this guy would get the fuck out of my way. There you go. So we're down there touring these, you know, a little bit of each culture, each country. Go over to, you know, Japan. You go in there, maybe you can get a little sushi. Got some food. You got some of those friggin' hats that are made out of bamboo or whatever, bamboo shoots, with pointy hat there. They got those for sale. They got umbrellas and fans and all kinds of little Pikachu shit in there that they'll sell you. Go to Germany, you can get a fucking hat with a feather in it. You can eat at a place called the Beer Garden, which is what we did. You go to Italy, get some some brick oven pizza, get some authentic pasta dishes. France, they got their baked goods, and it's freaking delicious. So it's a lot about food, a lot about culture, music, and it's just a wonderful experience. I think it's a great um, opportunity to see a little different parts of the world and enjoy a taste of each. One thing I wondered, however, is 
what happens when, and I've often wondered this about like Renaissance fairs as well. You got all these various countries and all these people that are um, genuinely from Italy, let's say. And they're stuck in this little caricature of their homeland. So the French people are there, they're handing out baguettes and um, crazy desserts and that people are trying, these these ugly Americans mostly are trying to pronounce and get assistance with. And so you're living this stereotypical experience over and over again where people are judging you by, you know, you go to Italy and people are going to be asking you about pizza and pasta and the Leaning Tower of Pisa, romance languages, and so on and so forth. You go into Japan, people are going to talk to you slowly and try to make sure that you understand them when you're speaking to them. Um, they're going to... whatever. It's, you're living a stereotypical existence. What happens when the Renaissance Fair closes down? What happens when Epcot Center closes down? Where do all these people from Germany dressed in lederhosen and all these people dressed in traditional Moroccan outfits, where do they go to eat? Do they all go get burgers somewhere? Do they all go get pissed drunk at the end of the night? And what country would they choose to go to? Right? Presumably all these people get to know one another and, oh yeah, I work over in in Norway. Oh yeah, I work in China. Oh, well, let's meet in Italy at the end of the night. I always thought that that was so interesting. The concept of when this whole shop closes up, what do people do? They go out in downtown Orlando and they pick each other up and fuck around and fool around and whatever. Does anybody not want to hang out with people from whatever, Norway or Italy because they're stuck up or pains in the asses or whatever. I think they're good, too good for anybody else. I've wondered about that. Like One time, taking this little tangent here, going back to the Renaissance Fair thing. Remember one time we went to a Renaissance Fair we slept over, we stayed at this campground right across the street. Maybe like a quarter mile down the road. Nice campground. I'm like, oh shit. I don't know if I want to do this. I had to- two toddlers at the time, do I really want to go to a renaissance fair and stay at a campground near it, I'm thinking, man, when the freaking jousted, when the knights and the jesters and the lords and ladies all get off, and they're all sweaty and disgusting, and and now they've been watching everybody out, they've been standing around in the sun all day, and doing jousts and playing role and shit, that when they get off... Where do they go? And what do they do? Because if I was such a character as to be a renaissance reenactor, work at a ren fair, I'd probably be into all kinds of crazy shit. Getting hammered and chasing wenches around in the soul nine yards. You know? Playing, living the role. Playing the role. So that's what I was thinking when I was in Epcot. What What happens when all the little countries close at the end of the night. These people walk in their outfits and they go, yeah, meet me over at uh, 
what's that other place? Um, meet me at Disney Springs. We're all going to meet up at Disney Springs and get hammered. I'll buy in the first round. Or, hey, we're going to have an orgy over at Morocco or something. I don't fucking know. I'm just wondering. Because when I'm, uh, you know, Disney, obviously it's impeccable, it's clean, it's they're going out of their way to create this experience. But I, when I'm buying a troll horn uh, pastry from the, uh, the folks in Norway, and I'm looking at Matthias, Matthias or Matthias, or the hell is the correct pronunciation of his name is, hand this over, and, oh, what do you, what's the best one, Matthias? He's probably so fucking tired of selling troll horns and just looking out to go, looking forward to taking this ridiculous outfit off and going and getting laid with the Italian chicks or something. I don't fucking know. It was interesting. I loved Epcot. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I think it's a great place to go. We did not go to any other um, parks this time around, which I'm cool with. I can handle about one day <clears throat> in the Disney parks, and then I'm, I'm good. I'm done. So, uh, hey, it's all interesting. It's all uh, in good fun. I had a great little vacation. I've switched back into grind it mode. But I'm determined in the new year, 2019, to more effectively balance business and pleasure. Work hard and play hard. I spent, just out of exhaustion and being kind of fed up with all of my outflow, I spent a lot of time sitting on the couch that's my kind of my line is like yeah you know sitting on a couch at my dogs that's what I want to do this weekend oh it's going to rain good I just want to shut tune the world out you know so that has been my my method just because we're running man we're fucking working uh, we're teaching we're uh, paying bills we're taking kids to the football games and cheer competitions and all this shit and you're like, oh my god can I just sit on the goddamn couch and pet my dog and have a cup of coffee that's all I wanted to do and so I'm going to do a lot of that but I want to also plan some really cool times so that I can um, we can work hard and sure as hell, play hard, right? Maybe we'll get down to Disney sometime, another time within the next couple of years, and the kids will be a little bit older. We'll try a different park. But I enjoyed my time in Epcot. I enjoyed the freaking Gator Boat ride. That was awesome. And um, I enjoyed today. Back to friggin' work. I hope you did enjoy your uh, first day back to work or school or whatever you're up to and you've been good to people in your life remember life is a balance the yin and the fucking yang my friends you can't have play without work and that's the, that's the, the nexus of it that's the friggin that's the reality work makes play possible working hard and sacrificing makes you 
able to go off and have a nice vacation, spend time with family and do some traveling and all that shit. And in the meantime, in the hard days when it's almost 9 o'clock at night and I'm driving home from the office, keep in mind, I'm keeping in mind that, hell yeah, I'm planning the next vacation. When are we going? What's the itinerary? What kind of things are we going to explore and do and experience are we going to have? Alright? So think about that, you turds. It's time to freaking grind it out to work so that we can play. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm back again. Uh, let me explain to you what, where we wound up stopping. Okay? In Epcot, on all these different countries to choose from, we chose Germany. And in Germany, we made a reservation with this place called the Beer Garden. So it's an authentic German restaurant. They're all dressed in friggin' um, their costumes and shit with their German hats and their lederhosen and all that stuff. And of course, I made sure that I was putting an authentic Bavarian accent on my Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he looked at me and he goes, fucking idiot. Who is this fucking asshole? But fuck him, you know? I'm paying good money. And I did. I almost paid $400 for six of us to dine at this beer garden restaurant. I got a full liter of beer, which is a nice um, wheat beer. And, you know, kids had big mugs. We did the, they had an authentic uh, oompa band, so they're playing boom, 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 playing friggin' uh, squeeze boxes and shit accordions they played those big ricola horns that are like 20 foot long and they were beautiful guy played the bells this crazy xylophone thing it was awesome they had a buffet that was gigantic that had something for everybody had uh, different versts or whatever the hell they're called the sausages are called uh, bratwurst knockwurst uh, sauerkraut sour braten Spatzel and schnitzel, veggies, excellent desserts. It was a friggin' tremendous meal, and we're big and fat afterwards, right? But when in Germany, right? So we had that experience. It was very, very good. I would do it again, and just absolutely loved it. That's what you're looking for, isn't it? I, mean, I was talking to somebody about somebody this evening with someone this evening who said that they went to Vegas and. <clears throat> went to the uh, Hell's Kitchen restaurant. Said it was overpriced and food was good, but it wasn't really that great. And <clears throat> I recollected one time we went to Manhattan to Broadway and saw The Lion King. And after our, our show, we went to Guy Fieri's opening is he opened a restaurant there's a huge place it ultimately sucked and it's a bummer because you get your expectations up about you know diners drive-ins and dives and guy fietti and so on and so forth and (laughs) 
you know, it couldn't possibly meet the standard. The moral of the story. Couldn't possibly meet the standard, your expectations. And so uh, I think that the experience that you'd have, that's why Disney does it really well. If you're in Germany, what's German? You need a fucking Oompa band. And you need all the food, and you need people dressed in lederhosen and big beers. You want to recreate this Oktoberfest experience. And so the food might be good, but if you get an Oompa band, the food is great. It colors the experience. There's a flavor in the experience that complements, everything complements everything else, right? If you go to Italy, you expect an Italian waiter to, you know, wait on you hand and foot, bring you exquisitely tasting dishes. Otherwise, you're going to think, man, I can get better fucking Italian food at my local pizzeria. So it's got to be right. I'm thinking about that. Uh, Once again, we're talking about human psychology and how it regards our experiences. How does our food taste based upon the surroundings? Well, if you're eating a seafood dish on some Caribbean beach, it's fucking delicious. And if you're drinking coffee in, I don't know, Colombia or Hawaii, wherever finest coffee is produced... It's going to taste awesome. And if you're going to have a cheesesteak and it's in Philly, in some dive bar, then you can say, man, what a freaking most delicious cheesesteak I've ever had in my life. It's a setting, you know? I think that that is fascinating, how human psychology plays on our, our senses and our emotions, and it all backs into one another. And so we had a great experience uh, at Epcot, I think it's one of the best parts that they got down in that shithole, and um, it was awesome. So, listen, guys, go fuck yourself. Only have a great uh, <clears throat> Wednesday evening. We're already at midweek. All we got to do is grind it out through Thursday and Friday, and we're on the weekend again. So, suck it up, Buttercup. Huh!